Uh, you could check out Go Finger Guns on all the social medias for Finger Guns Comedy. It's a podcast uh, where a bunch of friends do improv and sketch, and it's all sound design, sound design just like this show. Uh, very fun. And uh, also uh, find me on social media at Adam R. Mac. I'm getting married in August, so if you yes. could Ooh. donate to the registry and the honeymoon <laughs> fund, uh, that's by August 24th. That would be great. All right, thank you. <laughs> am I up Counterclockwise. All right, all right. Uh, I am Lauren Rahovchek. I am a stand-up comic. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Rahovchek. Just punch the keyboard a bunch of times and my last name will pop <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, just kidding. It's L-A-U-R-E-N-H-R-E-H-O-V-C-I-K. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a feminist, so I'm going to keep it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not a good look. I don't know why I'm doing it. Yeah, find me. I, I have a show on July 11th at the Sycamore Tavern, but I put all of my shows on my Instagram, so find me there. I'm Rachel Slauson. I'm on Instagram at SaltyRachel. It's currently private because I'm suing someone, but I promise <laughs> the rest of my vibe is really chill. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the only thing that's regular that I have Are you coming sure up I is. Can say that on a podcast. <laughs> you can say you're suing. Someone. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that's illegal. You can't say what it's for. Well, but please can... tell us what it's yes. for. Yeah. <laughs> Off the record. Off the record. Yeah, I was in a car accident. Someone oh. hit me. Totaled my car. Ugh. And if you like have pictures where you even look remotely okay, they can be like, yeah. you're fine. We don't have to pay your medical bills. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hi, this is John Potter. I'm on all social media as John Potter 6. John with the toilet, Potter like Harry. I would like to give a plug to my upcoming short film. It's called Lukewarm, in which I co-wrote, co-produced, and co-starred. It'll be playing at Outfest on July 19th and other film festivals across the country. You can find it on Instagram at lukewarm short film. Check it out. Hello. My name is Devin Entmacher. Not going to have to spell it. I'm just not going to spell it. Um, but... You can find a podcast that I just did called Yes And My Mom's Dead. <laughs> and it's about, um, oh, yeah, Sorry, you know, we can talk about it, um, where I interview other improvisers that lost parents. Um, it's, it's a fun time. And come see uh, shows at uh, all around town uh, with Bill and Dana Improv at Bill and Dana Improv on Instagram. Uh, hi, I'm Vidya. I'm a writer, performer. I guess I do improv and stuff at UCB. And um, yeah, my social media is on Instagram is heyayer, H-E-Y-I-Y-E-R. And on Twitter is okvidya. It's O-K and V-I-D-H-Y-A. I don't know. What else do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, really. 
uh, just your social security number? Yes. Um, right into the mic. 247. <laughs> I'm 242. Ooh, cool. twins. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> Take the microphone away from me, please. What have you guys been up to? What's, uh, what's your weekend look like? I wish that I like? wore like a cuter bra so that I could take off my shirt and be mm. less hot. <laughs> no, I was, that wasn't a mm, that was a hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing a bra bra. Yeah. I usually like sweating. You know, I'm going to take a deodorant break. Hold on. Yeah, go for it. D Is break. Yeah, no, I, I should have. Don't judge me because it's like a real... It's um. It's, I love I love the cooler thing. I'm gonna start doing that. Oh, I do. I, I do it all the time. She carries all her snacks in a cooler. Yeah. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Is that yeah, what they're all? Also, it's so like, if I was, if I like, because I run around and do mics all the time, like all day and night. Yeah, I'm applying deodorant as we speak. Uh, I applied deodorant before I got here. Oh. <laughs> Get over yourself. Yeah. God. That's only because I forgot to yeah. earlier today. Yeah. I don't think I'm wearing any. I haven't really done anything too physical today. I have to. Okay, I need it. Okay. Of London. Yeah. I went to improv practice and I danced around a lot. Hmm. I don't know. I think that counts. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I just sweat and smell like BO all the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a sweater. I sweat. It only happens when I sweat a lot. What, that it starts to smell? I'm not really a sweater. Oh. Like, even when I hike and stuff, it takes a while. God, you're just sweat. so... Just keep bragging. You know you're bragging right now. Just keep bragging. I think people sweat more healthier, right? Is that the idea? Probably. Yeah. I'm, like, better, like, I'm very sure. healthy. I'm very unhealthy. Very yeah, I don't sweat at all. Yeah, eat a lot of junk food, smoke what cigarettes, drink alcohol, smoke weed. I smoke so much weed. <sighs> yeah. You know, I was so high the other night. I was at a show, going to see a friend's show, and I, I wasn't on it, so I was like, all right, let's get fucking baked. And so I got super, super, super baked. And I was like, or he was like, do you want to do you wanna go up? One of the comics dropped out. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, Where, where's the bathroom, though? I got to pee first. And he was like, okay. And, uh... And I went, I was so high that I went to the bathroom, flushed the toilet, and then sat down to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh How did that say? I, I was, oh, oh, it was great. I oh, walked yeah. on stage and was like, I'm so high that I just went to the bathroom and flushed yeah. the toilet. It was, and it was off from there. It was really great. It was actually, uh, it's really fun. yeah, it's super fun. I love doing stand-up. Yeah. The first time that I ever did it high, I was, uh, I was at, I went to a mic that I had never been cause I'll just like go wherever and be like, great, this is close. I'll go to that one. And I went and I signed in and I was like 17th on the list, which if it's like 17 times five minutes a person, like that's your, yeah, like an hour and 45 minutes plus all like the friend drop-ins. And so I was like, ugh, and I just went in the theater and I sat down and, uh, and then people started filing in and I didn't know anyone and I was just on my phone and then the host came in and was like, what's up my N-words? And I like looked up and I was the only white person and woman. Everyone there was middle-aged black dudes and I was like, oh. 
this is gonna be nuts. Oh shit. And I was like, I just wanna leave. I just wanna leave. Oh my god. And I was like sick to my stomach because these guys are getting up there. They're like aggressive as hell, but like crushing it like Eddie Murphy. And I was like, oh god, this is not. And so I'm like thinking, I'm like, what are the funniest things I've ever said in my life? And I'm like just jotting it down. And then, and like, I was just like, I gotta go up. And so by the time it got to me and the host, I'd been smoking blunts and passing them around the theater the entire time. And I didn't smoke because I was like, holy shit. And then when I finally got on stage, I was like, uh, one time I smoked a blunt with Cat Williams and Lil' Kim. And she had just gotten out of jail and was very angry at white people. She talked shit about white people the entire time and I can say that I was more comfortable in that room than I was in here for the last two hours <laughs> I've been more comfortable in a gangbang <laughs> this shit's like dangerous minds and everyone laughed and then I was like let me hit that blunt and then I just smoked a blunt on stage wow. while I did the set cool. and it was like great yeah, it was yeah. Great. everyone was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who is this yeah. guy? Yeah. And then I found out, I like talked to my ex. Perfect. I talked to my ex who was a rapper, who was the reason that I was like in that room at that time. And he was like, he was like, I never told you when you got up, because I had been like, yeah, can we go? This is uh, weird. And he was like, no, 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 let's stay. And he was like, you got up, went to the bathroom. When you went to the bathroom, she went over to the stereo and like turned it off and was like, how the fuck are you with some white bitch? You should be with a strong black boy. And I was like, oh my God, little Kim hates me. This is incredible. That is so awesome. Did she say anything else? Yeah, it was really wow. funny. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah, it was a great night. Lil' Kim hates you. Lil' Kim hates me. That's really nice. And she knows who you are. And it appears <laughs> like she's too afraid to fight me. You know, mom does call in a spade and spade. But it's don't really say funny. anything to her about it, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be so happy with this Lil' Kim story that you missed <laughs> out on. Lil' Kim story? Yeah. It's very good. It was good. It was good. I was about this one time I was smoking a blunt with... <laughs> <laughs> surprised to see a woman detective, Mr. Knight. That's right. And even more surprised to see a very beautiful detective. <laughs> it's a queer business for a woman. <laughs> Most people think so, Mr. Knight, but you see, being a woman gives me one great advantage. My, my adversaries usually underestimate me. Yes, I suppose they would. <laughs> now, what's the tale you're going to tell us, Madam Story? It's called The Scrap of Lace. I chose it because it seems to me so unusual a crime. A strange story of jealousy and death. Of course, you know the great family of Kruger who ruled New York society for generations. When Mrs. Peter John Kruger III died, her mantle descended as a matter of course to Mrs. Peter John Kruger IV. This beautiful and charming young woman, Mimi by name, inherited not only her mother-in-law's scepter, but also Teresa de Guyon. Teresa de Goyon was the first and certainly the greatest of social secretaries. The story begins one summer morning at Carriswood, the enormous and rather monstrous Kruger estate in Upper Westchester. Mimi and Teresa de Goyon were together in the breakfast room. Oh, Teresa, must we go to the dull dinner at the Bransoms tonight? I think I'll call it off. Mimi, you simply can't do that. Hmm? The, the, the diner's... <laughs> Dinner's being given for you. Ugh. 
most insistent that I be consulted about the other guests. After all, my dear, you have certain responsibilities. Pepsi Cola hits the spot. Twelve full ounces, that's a lot. Twice as much for a nickel, too. Pepsi Cola is the drink for you. Well, wherever it is, she'll have a better time than I will. You know, Teresa, I shouldn't be surprised if Louise has been acting strangely because she's trying to keep away from my handsome cousin, Jack Rokliff. Jack Rokliff and Vera McPeak are a splendid match. He has family, position. Vera is young. They can be molded. She can be taught. Oh, oh <laughs> certainly, yes. Her father has one has 100 millions. But I don't blame Jack for straying from the fold. Louise is very lovely, and, and I find Vera a very, very trying guest. In fact, I find it all very trying. Mr. Grion? Oh, there's Louise. Oh, Louise! We're in the breakfast room. Oh, come in here, my dear. Good morning, Miss Kruger, Mr. Grion. Did you want me this morning? Oh, no, Louise. I did. Teresa insists you go to this dinner tonight. Jack and Vera are going to be with us. We'll be leaving around seven. And, uh, tell Jack, won't you? Must I, Miss Kruger? Miss Kruger has asked you to deliver a message. Do so, my dear. The Rimmel Beauty on a Budget series, all that's best for beauty, all at one and three, enables the career girl in a hurry to choose a cosmetic wardrobe in the minimum time. Jack, I came only to tell you about the dinner. Oh, Louise. Please, must we go through all this again? Why don't you leave me alone? Because I'm mad about you, Louise. Can't you understand? I'm in love with you. I want you to marry me. You? Marry and support a wife. Don't be silly, Jack. It does sound silly, doesn't it? But I'm changed, I tell you. You've changed me, Louise. I love you. There's, there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. And what about Vera McPeak? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jack. I'm afraid you've been bought, paid for, and delivered. Vera won't let you go so easily. I tell you. Here, I'll tell her tonight that I'm through, Louise. I'll meet her at the dinner and tell her, and then I'll come back here to you. Come back if you like, Jack. Good. I'll be back at about But I won't be here. Where are you going, Louise? Well, why don't you tell me? It's another man? I know. I know it's another man. Who is it? Who is it? This nonsense has gone on far enough. What I do is my own business. Do you understand that, Jack? No. It's my business. You're mine, Louise. Do you hear? You're mine. I'll have you or no one else will. Jack, let go of my wrist. Louise, tell me. You're hurting me, please. Louise, I want to know. Well, Jack. Vera. <laughs> Still making passes at the servants, I see. <laughs> Perhaps it's just as well you saw. Might as well have this one out now. Shut up. 
I can handle this. It's pretty easy to see what Miss Mayfield's little game is. She thinks she'll marry into the great Kruger clan. Well, let me tell you, Miss Mayfield, Jack hasn't got a cent to his name and never will have. Vera, please. I understand perfectly, Miss McPeak. I assure you, I have no ambitions in Mr. Rowcliffe's direction. Mm-hmm. Quite the lady, aren't you, Miss Mayfield? Well, watch your step. Sure, I know. It, sure, I know what all you think of me—vulgar, common. <laughs> but let me tell you, we common clay McPeaks from Pittsburgh know how to get what we want, and we know how to keep it. Think that over, Miss Mayfield. Think that over. Yes, come in. Mademoiselle, Miss Louise, Madame Kruger has sent me to help you dress for your engagement. Come in. How thoughtful of Mrs. Kruger to send you, Suzanne. Have they gone? But we, oui. Zegar, she left long ago. We're not happy. Monsieur Jacques, he was noosing, and Mademoiselle, his fiance, the ugly one. She, um, how you say, she v- very angry. Uh, even Madame, uh, she want not to go. <laughs> well, let's not think of them, Suzanne. I'm happy, and I'm going to have a wonderful time. Well, Mademoiselle is too charmant. <laughs> Very lovely. Uh, it is a tryst you go to. Ne est-ce pas? It's for your young man that your eyes shine so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You're too smart, Suzanne. How do I look? Oh, ravishing Mademoiselle. He will eat you up. You are so lovely. Suzanne, you are a darling. Yes? Yes, who is it? A letter for Miss Mayfield. Oh, thank you. It is a letter for you, mademoiselle. For me? Why, it's a thick one, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how lovely. What an exquisite handkerchief. Why, Why, who could have sent it to me? Madame Kruger must have sent it. It is uh, of the six she bought in Paris. It's perfect, mademoiselle, for your costume. What a darling Miss Kruger is. Oui, she is most generous. Shall I put the scent, the perfume on it, mademoiselle? No, thank you. I'll do it myself, Suzanne. Just put that bottle of gardenia perfume on my dressing table, please. Oui, mademoiselle. Now you can go, Suzanne. I won't need you anymore. Merci, merci. Bonsoir, mademoiselle. (laughs) Good night, Suzanne, and thank you. (sighs) Oh, it's so lovely. One more drop. experience, Mimi. I have never had to cope with anything so, so sordid. How can you think of appearances with Louise, that beautiful child lying there dead? But I must think of them. After all, Dr. Plummer refuses to sign a death certificate. That old fopper with his hints of foul play. 
Maybe he's right, Vera. Maybe... What do you mean, Jack? What do you know of Louise Mayfield's death? Well, I... I Stop wrangling, you two. Dr. Plummer was kind enough to give us 36 hours. He's risking a great deal going as far as that. Oh, why... Why doesn't Madame Story get here? Are you sure you acted wisely in calling her, Mimi? Well, it was either she or the police... You said she had a reputation for discretion. The housewife with a limited budget to afford the best in cosmetics, and the teenager to experiment with new fragrances, new makeup, and new shades. Choose from the rimmel, beauty on a budget tray. All that's best for beauty, all at one and three. here, Madam Story. This is a terrible situation. Terrible. Oh. But let me introduce you. I am Teresa de Gouillon. This is, this is Mrs. Mr. This is Mrs. Peter John Kruger IV. How do you do? How do you do? Miss McPeak. Hello. Miss McPeak. <laughs> Miss McPeak. Mr. Rowcliffe. How do you do? How do you do, Mr. Rowcliffe? It was good of you to come so quickly, Madam Story. This unfortunate accident is, is likely to create a distressing scandal for Mrs. Kruger. Accident, Miss Digayon? From what you told me over the phone, I gathered Louise Mayfield had been murdered. Nonsense. We don't know that, Madam Story. Nobody does. We only know Louise is dead, poor child. We have found her when she returned last night from our dinner party. It isn't nonsense, Teresa. You know it. Madame Story, it is perfectly right. I'd be very foolish to ask for to ask for her help and not give her all the facts. What facts, Mimi? Just because that old fossil of a doctor, Plummer, won't give a death certificate. If you ask me, it's a nice little scheme to get you to hire this story woman and split whatever she can manage to get out of you. Vera! That's an interesting idea, Miss McPeak, though I must confess that so simple and clever a scheme would never have occurred to me. But surely Dr. Plummer offered some other reason for refusing a death certificate? Yes, he says, oh, it's impossible, but he says Louise was asphyxiated. Old fool. There isn't a gas outlet in the house. How helpful of you to know that, Miss McPeak. You won't mind, will you, if I check for myself? I don't mind what you do. Oh, uh, what's the use of all this? We've nothing to tell. All of us were at the dinner party, 20 miles from here, together. When you got home after 11, we found Louise, well, that is, Miss Mayfield, dead. I see. Miss Gayon, when you phoned me, you said you had something about, you said something about some missing object. Suzanne, the maid, insists a lace handkerchief came in the mail for Louise as she was dressing to leave. When we found her, the handkerchief had disappeared. Very interesting. Suppose I start then by questioning this maid, Suzanne. Maybe she can tell me more about this missing handkerchief.
Do you always make such pretty speeches even so early in the morning, Mr. Rowcliffe? Ah, beautiful lady. You remember my name. Yours would be a difficult name to forget, Mr. Rowcliffe. Hmm? Thanks to the rotogravure and the picture magazines. <laughs> oh, that. You know, I had no hope of ever meeting you. I can aspire to your circle. Much too clever. Hmm. It all depends. I should say that you are quite clever enough for your own purposes, Mr. Rowcliffe. <laughs> I'm just a lightweight. I wonder. I see you're standing out under her window. That is Miss Mayfield's room up there, isn't it? Yes, er, uh, 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 that, that was her, her room. Ivy-clad walls, old English ivy, sturdy and strong, too. I wonder why the vines are so torn and broken. Oh, are they? I, 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 I hadn't noticed. You loved Louise Mayfield very much, didn't you? Yes, I loved her more than anything in, the li in life. And she? Oh, why she... Why should she care for me? What am I? Nothing but a wastrel. She was in love with someone else. I know it. I, I could tell. But if, I, if I'd if i known who it was, I'd, I'd, I'd... Why didn't you tell me, Mr. Radcliffe? You left your dinner party and came back here last night. How, how do you know that I did? I didn't. You've just told me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, there, you see, I, I told you, you're too clever, you're too clever for me. What time was it when you got here? Well, I don't know. It was about 9.30, I think. I see. You came around back here in the garden. You saw a light in her window, called her, got no answer. Then you climbed that ivy up to her window, didn't you? Well, I... Who saw me? Nobody, as far as I know. That broken ivy tells its own story. But not all of it. Tell me, what did you do when you got up there? I suppose you're thinking that I killed her. I wouldn't blame you if you did. And I don't care much if you do. I, I've got nothing Please, more please, Mr. Alcliffe. I'm sorry. Well, I went in and I found her lying there on the floor, dead. Then, like the coward that I am, I got scared. How could I explain my being there? So I climbed down again the way I went up and drove back to the Quaker Ridge. I suppose you don't believe me? Suppose I say I reserve judgment. Now, will you give me the handkerchief that you took from Louise Mayfield's hand? <laughs> How did you know that? It's obvious. I suppose that you took it as a remembrance of her. Yes, I... I did. It was the last thing she touched. Here it is. Thank you. Darling, I can hardly wait till Tuesday night when I'll see you again. I'm moving heaven and earth to arrange things so we'll be together for always. All my love, dear. It's signed Jay. Jay? In the light of what we know of their relationship, does it sound like Jack Radcliffe? No, that's stupid of me. <laughs> But the initial! Hmm. It could be that J stands for John, Peter John Kruger. Uh-huh, this must be our mysterious correspondent now. Come in. Well, ladies, here I am, Johnny on the spot, like I says. Do we do business? You're the Kruger chauffeur, aren't you, Mr., uh... Gargan's the name, chauffeur and bodyguard. I'm sure you're efficient in both departments, Mr. Gargan, but uh, why the bodyguard? 
Well, it's like this. The Krugers are important people, see? Mm-hmm. They're likely to be bothered by cranks and other undesirable citizens. You get it? They need protection, and I'm the guy that can protect them. Yes, I can see that, Gargan. Now, how about the letter? Yeah, that's right. Well, do I sing or don't I? That depends on your song, Gargan. First, tell me, (laughs) how did you manage to get hold of this letter? Well, it's like this. I always get the mail, see? And I always deliver it. But yesterday, Miss Kruger and the old dame are with me, and I go in and get the mail, and I look through it to see if there's something for me. And I see this letter. When I come out to the car, Miss Kruger says, Give me the mail! I hand it to her, and when I get back, this letter ain't with the others. Well, I don't think about it till last night, when this Mayfield dame's bumped off. Then I begin to smell a rat. And this morning I did a little mooching around, and here it is. Very graphic, Gargan. How's that? Oh, skip it. Now... What further information have you to give us, Gargan? I can tell you who sent that letter to the Mayfield dame. So, for how much? Half a G. Five hundred dollars? That's an expensive song, Gargan. No, nuts. You can put it on the expense account. You're right, nuts it is. The five hundred dollars is yours. Thanks. Here you are. Now, who sent this letter to Louise Mayfield? Well, it was one of... Madame Story, is he dead? Yes, the shot came through that window. But why? To keep him from telling me who sent us the letter to Louise. Help me put him in that closet over there. This handkerchief in my hand is impregnated with deadly poison. When moistened with alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) This handkerchief in my hand is impregnated with deadly poison. When moistened with alcohol, it releases a lethal gas, which is instantly fatal. May I remind you that perfume is 90% alcohol, and a young girl about to go out on a romantic tryst would inevitably moisten it with perfume. How horrible. Yes, Mr. Gayon, I agree with you. But... But surely you don't suspect any of us. Why not, Miss McPeak? I've found that a murderer is usually actuated by fear. Fear of what the victim might do to them. All of you faced that fear as far as Louise Mayfield was concerned, but one of you feared so deeply that you dared risk murder to protect what you had. You feared loss of position, prestige, supplanting by a younger, more attractive girl, loss of all that has made life worth living. That one person alone knew what the fatal handkerchief contained, and I gave each one of you what you thought was that handkerchief. I was curious to see what disposition you would make of the evidence. Bella? Yes? Please examine those four handkerchiefs carefully, and when you're done with that, tell me if any one of them are changed since they left the hands of our evening. Yes, this one has been washed. Washed? Well, I don't understand. (laughs) Read the initials on it. T. D. Gee. <clears throat> Teresa? Teresa? Keep away from me. Keep away from me, I say. Keep away from me, I'll shoot. Why, you? <gasps> ah, she shot herself. Oh, no. oh, it's all my fault, poor Teresa. Poor thing. 
She was old. She she couldn't stand it. She just couldn't stand it. <laughs> no, Mrs. Kruger, it wasn't your fault. It was better so. The end of a passing world. Exit an era. That didn't explain why she killed that girl. Well, what, because she was so. old? She was jealous because at the beginning, Mimi had suggested, like, oh, Louise can take your place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was very much like the favorite. I really like that Mimi was played by Nathan Lane in The Birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, both uh, of my uh, characters got character. shot. <laughs> both of us? Whoa, yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was real crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Just let it out. No. no. We're, all, we're all friends. Don't it, no, it's like a medical Don't encourage yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. But if it happens, I won't care. Um, okay. I have cleared out a Greyhound bus of people. <laughs> oh my god. No, that's completely true. Uh, Two yeah. o'clock in the morning. Anna, hey, can we pull uh, over, man? No, literally everyone was asleep. It was a bus filled with people. No. Again, I was the only white person. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I told you. the guy that I was dating, I was like, I have to fart. I have, and he was like, you cannot fart. And I was like, no, I have to fart. I have to do it. It's good. Oh, God. And he was like, stifle it. And I was like, it's too late. And one by one, like one person woke up and was like, Oh my God! Somebody done shit their pants, and then another person woke up and was like, "Oh my God! Go to the bathroom!" And like, everyone started waking up Damn. and yelling, and the bus driver had to pull over and show everyone how to open the windows, and was like, "All right, everyone, calm down, calm down." And I was just sitting there like, "No one suspects me." <laughs> All right, I take back my yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's like not. a medical. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's yeah. so crazy. Could you imagine like every time that you? You've ever like slept over with another person just being like okay what did I eat earlier and just like watching them waiting for them to fall asleep so you can sneak off to the bathroom to like lift an ass cheek to fart <laughs> that's my dating life but anyway <laughs> let's go <laughs> yeah. that was all on the record right yes. yeah and I'm that's leaving it all in like there stand up set yeah that's the first yeah you seem to own it disgusting yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. doing a story about a woman who's a detective. Oh my god, a woman who's a detective? Ew, what? Gross. And a sexy Excuse woman detective. Me. Oh my god, she's hot and she does a man's job. Oh. Unheard of. What year what? is it? <laughs> it's 1942. Oh, okay. oh god. Yeah. September to be exact. Hey, um, Madame Story? Yes. <laughs> hey, um, so are you gonna do, are you gonna do case today? Do you have a case? I have actually just quite peculiar case, uh, involving, well, you'll find out. <laughs> You're so sexy when you talk about your cases. Oh, man, <laughs> it was such a long, hard, lot of paperwork case, all that note-keeping, mm -hmm. scrapbooks, mm. chemistry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Excuse me. Hmm? Um, Mom? Mm, Mom? Yes? 
Who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm talking to Madame Story. Mom, can you just like, I don't know, pay attention to me? Read me like a story or something? <laughs> I put you to bed two hours ago. <laughs> Mom, you, you spend a lot of time on these like phone services that are dial in and it makes me feel weird. Who's that on the line? <gasps> it's my daughter. Oh shit. She's up very late. I know. I put her to bed two hours ago. Listen, if you want to ha- add more people to this call, it's going to cost at least 50 cents more a minute, okay? Add more what? People? People to you this call. You think I want you talking to my daughter? Listen, I don't know what fucked up shit you want to do. <laughs> this is just a phone sex line. I'm just going to break the character for a second. And listen, my manager said I can't just be letting freebies out anymore, okay? So... 50 cents or nothing. I don't you know. never even give me freebies. If anything, I give you freebies. I send you shit from Amazon all the time. And I really appreciate that. Let me. Thanks for letting me use your business account. Oh, hello? Ma'am, uh, this is this is Monty from Child Protective Services. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I was texting while I was on the line with you. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, hi, hi, nice to meet you. How we, are you? We've heard that you've been like having your child listen to you have sex on the phone. Who told you that? Your child. My child called Child Protective Services. Uh huh. It's on the internet, mom. What? Yeah, you're supposed that. to come to me first. You're no. This is I'm not a bad parent. You're crazy. You're it, insane. I put ma'am, you to bed. I ma'am. put her to bed, okay? And then I have my private time and then she just doesn't stay asleep. How am I supposed to live my life? Listen, if I can ma'am. just speak for one second. You're still no, on the phone? No, yes, no one no one's I'm a lady. No one no one should be getting arrested at all. This actually reminds me of this really sexy case. Don't do it while she do. don't do it while she's here. We cut to <laughs> a southern uh, mansion. Uh, two old women are discussing social stuff. Well my goodness, I can't believe that she came here. In that dress, she looked like a hussy. Well, I do say I do agree with you, Doreen. She's, I I reckon she's been sleeping around with the entire town. Oh, oh, my ears, my virgin ears. I'm so sorry. I just, deep down, want to be her. Oh, (gasps) Mary. Doreen and Doreen, I can show you how to be more open, you know. Well, Where did you come from? Whatever do you mean, young child, young sweet I see, child? I see you guys looking at me all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I no. walk past your porch, where showing some cleave. Well, well, no. And y'all just want to be me. I can see it in your we, eyes. We, I want nothing to do with your hussy status. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Fine, Doreen. How about you, Maureen? Well, in Savannah, Georgia, we sit on porches. It's what we do. Drinking lemonade. And staring at the occasional cleavage in a hussy. You can be a hussy and sit on a porch. I do not want to be a hussy, Maureen. I... Do oh, she wants to be a want hussy. To be, I do want to do. What I've do been married my entire life. Them at a 1940s jazz club trying to be hussies. Lord. Well, you, you swing your hips like this, I think. I, I, in a circle? 
Yeah, yeah, no, back and forth. Okay, Swing. That's, that's hey, uh, you two looking to get some drinks? Oh, uh, fizzy water. Yes. With, a oh. Chardonnay, a half a glass of Chardonnay mixed with soda. A two, please. What? We don't have that. We have gin. Oh, no. <laughs> drink of Aussie. Oh, ladies, I can buy you some gin. What is this? Twins? <laughs> a two for one Maureen? I definitely don't recommend um, getting drinks from this guy. I'm just, you should just let me give you your gin. Whoa, Phil, whoa, Phil, what you trying to do here? I'm trying to score some sweet, sweet bootay. <laughs> yeah. Philip, I presume that is your first name? You? No. No, <laughs> you that's Phillips the bartender, Maureen. I'm the bartender. How about another third of a glass of fizzy water? Already, Maureen. Yes, I drank before I came. I snuck one in. Were you gaming the pre? Gaming the pre? I was. It took you... me a minute. <laughs> well, I, I should have been able to tell because your cleavage is on fleek. Bazinga. Maureen, uh, my name is... Charles MacGyver, but they just call me the Duke. Isn't that right, Phil? Yeah, unfortunately, that's correct. Phil? Look, he's really attracted to hussies, okay? So can you just, like, just stay away from him or cover it up? Because, should we not trust him? Don't trust any man. I'm the sheriff around here. <laughs> the literal sheriff? Or the just... literal sheriff. Maureen, I am so turned on. Oh, my God. <laughs> All these men. <laughs> no. Oh, he might be the literal, literal sheriff, but I'm the uh, hypothetical duke. I just want to make that clear. Um, I heard that we uh, we got a warrant for out for uh, this guy, Duke, over here. <gasps> what? A bad boy. Maureen, your greatest wish. God, my loins, they burn with <laughs> fire of 89 Excuse years. Me, you're you're going to have to come with me. I know my rights, and I want to know what you're taking me in for. Murder? <gasps> <gasps> what? Who? How? When? Cut to cops interviewing these two. <laughs> Do you know anything about this Duke gentleman? Uh, he's committed a crime, a very serious crime of murder, and you two were the last people to have conversation with him. Yes. Yes. He seems uh, rather handsome. And, and the way he looked at me was made me feel 50 to 60 years younger oh. than I am. Oh, how old are you? 89. You're 89? Yes. Oh, wow, you look great. Thank you. It's she? The, it's the She's his cream. She's his face cream. Yes, I haven't taken off yeah. the dress since okay, the murder. Okay, 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 look, do you have any information about the murder or not? That's what, somebody uh, has died, okay? I, I think... A better person to discuss this with would be uh, bartender Phil, because he said that he's not a good man. Wait, the bartender said he wasn't a good man, or the bartender said that Duke wasn't a good man? Both. <laughs> he admitted to some terrible things, yeah. I think. That bartender seemed very untrustworthy. Yes. Cut to the bartender just <laughs> confessing random things. <laughs> to steal every day. Uh, I would steal clothes 
and shoes and jewelry from all kinds of stores. Um, uh, and I, yeah, that, that's cool, man. Uh, do you think I can just get a gin? Or? Uh, I cheated on an ex one time. Uh, I feel like it was justified personally. Okay. Uh, um, sure, sure, sure. Uh, is there another bartender I could maybe speak to? Just trying I don't to get, talk get to my dad anymore. Uh, all right. We're not close. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and grab this bottle, uh, put the money, this money down, uh, and just pour this. Uh, maybe I, I feel like maybe you're a bad person. Uh, I, just from what I'm guessing, usually it's the other way around. Like I confess hey, things to bartender. Hey, hey, you don't get to say that to Phil. Hey, Phil, here's a handkerchief. Clean oh, up your tears. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Oh, I haven't had anybody give a shit about me in a minute. You know it, what I mean? It's okay, Phil, you know. I'm gonna dab my eyes on this very lightly. <coughs> All of a sudden, I'm not, I'm not feeling very good. You okay, Phil? <coughs> I think something's wrong. Can somebody, like, call an ambulance or something, please? I don't feel very good. This entire bar is full of people. Where's everybody at? Cut, cut back to the two old ladies. Well, it wasn't the bartender. It was, was not. Yes, he's dead. He, Phil's dead. I, you know, only the good die young. Maybe Did, he was good. Maybe he was. Did you get slightly turned on when he choked and died? I, I'm getting turned on frequently. Okay, look, I brought you guys back in for questioning so that I could <clears throat> get some final answers because I went to talk to the cop and... The cop. The bartender. And yeah. the bartender is now dead. I think maybe... People that you're going to talk to are dying. I feel like you're the common denominator. Doesn't that mean that you might die? Can, can you rem- I'm 89. Can you remind me who was dead first? Who were we talking about before Phil died? Um, there is a very rich southern gentleman named Duke. Uh, uh, was yes. he single? Uh, uh, he is single. Uh, there was actually a murder at a golf course. That's what he's being suspected of initially. And then oh the God. bartender and you guys was the last person he had a conversation with before we arrested you, right? And then, like, I went there to go talk to but he, you know, he died uh, from poisoning. Oh. And we what? don't know if the two are connected. Probably not. I mean, who knows? I don't like, know, but I hear a if coincidence. You put, yeah, if you put alcohol on a handkerchief, you will die. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> it's a common, common known fact. That's a lot of information for a pretty little thing like you to know. Oh, I'm 88. Oh, she's one year my junior. Wait, you can't just come into the interrogation room and be hitting on these uh, nice old ladies. What I wasn't you... hitting on her. I said that's something that's odd for her to know that. It's suspicious. Okay, well, if you're talking, never if you're talking to a woman, like you're hitting on her. God! Cut back to these two ladies on the porch. See, I told y'all, being hu- being a hussy is a lot of work. Oh, my oh. goodness. It's not just cleaving fun. It's, it's not cleave and leave. No, no. it's uh, it's cleave and... Get interrogated by cops about murder. Mm-hmm. Yes, and killing people with your titties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Sounds... Sounds like a dream. It is, it is. My nipples hang so low, they point towards the ground. My work here is done. <laughs> oh, hey, it's me, Louisa. I'm better than everybody. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Oh, I don't love none of you anyways. Hey, is my, is it cool if I stay at you guys' uh, mansion? Is that cool? I don't give a shit. This I'm going to go upstairs. This is my corner, Teresa. Huh? My, 
Oh, sorry. Uh, I didn't see you there. Uh, what was your name? Louisa. Oh, okay. Oh, no. There's two Louises. Well, yes. Come in. Come in, dog. Can I see the cleave before? What? Show a little cleave. I'm going to be honest with you. That was a weird, really weird thing to say to a stranger. Well, uh, it's weird to just impersonate one of our friends. That's come in and ask to stay in a random stranger's house, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A well, little cleave would be a good enticement. I was just... Show us the cleave. Show us the cleave. Show us the cleave. Wow. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh... I was hoping to impersonate, uh, do like a real switcheroo situation, uh, but okay, here, here's my cleave. Here you go. Shows one little nipple. Ooh. 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 That's, that's more than cleave. That's moistening my desert. <laughs> Listen, I really want to stay in the apartment in uh, your mansion. <laughs> an apartment in the mansion? An apartment in the mansion. Yeah, you know how like Napoleon has an apartment? That's the one I want to stay out of your mansion. If you want to stay at an apartment in our mansion, we're going to need to see two nipples. <laughs> Shows uh, a little tiny little other nipple. Oh, look at that healthy pink. So tiny. <laughs> I pride myself on how tiny it is. Anyways, which way is, which way is the apartment? All right, third door on the left. Go on in. Okay, you're never going to hear from me again. I promise. <laughs> when you get into the bathroom, boy, there are... Girl, there are boy, girl, he's cutie. There are many handkerchiefs in there. Pick wisely. Okay, yay! I love handkerchiefs. Let's go stare behind the two-way mirror. <laughs> oh, you dirty, dirty dog! Hey, you. hey, grandma, grandmas. Yes. How, yes. What up? It's Jack. Oh, yeah, I came here so you guys could do my laundry. Oh, I gotta go leave and fuck Jack. some bitches. Okay, oh. I'm just the, the language on this one. The language. Are you gonna do my laundry? Oh, Just ask to see Jack's cleave before he comes in. I know. There's no cleave. He only has sternum. Flat, flat sternum. And also, they're my grandma's, so I'm like... Oh, yes. That would, that would just be so weird. Oh, that's weird. Jack, yes. do, Jackie, Jackie boy, do me, huh? do me a favor. What up? I'll do your laundry. Go uh-huh. third bedroom on the left. Go in there Ooh. and see what that fake Louise is doing. <laughs> see? Yes. Go spy on us. Check to see. We'll see the smallest nipple in the world, but it is quite, quite pink. We cut to Jack going into Louise, fake Louise's room. I was really hoping not to be disturbed. Oh <laughs> I really my didn't God. need to be taking this much attention. Uh, wow, hey. you are completely naked. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I got tiny nipples. Um, now you see them. Yeah, uh, I guess I wouldn't have noticed it unless you pointed it out, because I would just assume that they were hard. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> 
Wait, say that again? Huh? What'd you say? I guess I wouldn't have noticed that they were tiny unless you pointed them out because, you know, when they get hard, they get smaller. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, Oh, these, they're not know. hard right now. They get smaller. Oh, yeah. they get smaller than that? Yeah, you, you got oh any ice? Oh, my God. you have some ice? No, I don't. Oh, shit. Okay. I could blow on it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny that nipples get smaller when they're hard, but penises get larger? <laughs> My grandma's hilarious. I was really trying to be hussies. It's crazy. Yeah. They're just like at a point in their life where they're just like, whatever. We're going to do whatever. Anyways, I'm just going to sniff on this handkerchief real quick. Uh, Where'd you get that handkerchief from? I don't know. It was just, they were in this uh, this apartment. (laughs) They were in this apartment in your mansion. Uh, You got that, you got the handkerchief from my grandmother's. Oh, yeah. Uh My two grandmothers. Cut to uh, an intervention for Luis's handkerchief sniffing problem. Wow, I was really not hoping for this much attention. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. We're here because we care about you, fake Louise. (laughs) We love you, fake Louise. Can we all go around in a circle and just say one time, Louise, fake Louise has hurt us? Louise, your actions have hurt me in the following ways. Your your sniffing has come between my relationship with you as my sister. Fake. Well, nope. Go ahead. I said circle. <laughs> Fake Louise. I. You know I love you. And I, I, I had the same problem. I've been there. I've done that. I used to sniff handkerchiefs like you. And I'm just going to say that we can get through this together. No, shut up, boy. <laughs> We're going around the whole circle before you talk. Fake Louise, you have hurt me in the following ways. When we were 16 and best friends, we shared handkerchiefs. We used one each. And that was all we used. And when we were done, we were done. And then, and then I walk into your room and you're covered in them. You're covered in them. What have you done? What have you done with it? Stop. Oh, get if I could just say one more. Thing. This is three more people. I'm sorry. And then we have 12 more in the closet. Are <laughs> they in the closet? This is what you get for your problem. Andy, you gotta listen to Andy this. was gonna come out and we decided to merge the situation. <laughs> Cut to four and a half hours later. Louise... This is the Duke from down the street at the bar. Um, I heard about your uh, handkerchief, and I think it's just its getting in the way of me seeing your tiny nipples, and uh, that's how it has negatively affected myself. Are we all good? No, Are we done? I, God, I actually flew all the way from uh, Canada for this. It's me, Karen. Oh. Hey, Karen. Hey, Karen. Oh, Karen, you're here. Oh, my God. Sorry you. it took so long. There was, you like, made it. turbulence and shit. Anyways, I mostly <laughs> just came here for the Instagram picture, but... Good. Interventions are trendy right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's really all I have to say. They don't have snacks. Oh, uh, Mademoiselle. Oh, we. Oui. Oh. Uh, I need to tell you how you have uh, negatively affected my life. Um, uh, you uh, slept with uh, my lover, and uh, <laughs> then you both did the, the handkerchief together, and then uh, you left them in my bed, and um, uh, I was highly disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. Okay, you can finally talk now. <laughs> what do you say? Yes, fake Louise. What do you have to say? Thanks, real Louise. Uh, first off, <laughs> I just wanted to say uh, I've seen the error of my ways. Uh, maybe I haven't, shouldn't have sift so many handkerchiefs, uh, shown so many of my nipples, uh, and also slept with all of your boyfriends uh, while I've been doing this. Uh, and girlfriends. And girlfriends. Uh, you slept with Bill? Oh, that's why are you here then? I'm not wait because of the for the gram for the gram. <laughs> I think that's pretty fucked that's up. Cool. I mean, I, I have a problem, and you're utilizing it for the followers. You fake Louise. The bill. Yeah, for, fake Louise. You should be considerate. Karen's problem <clears throat> is her gram addiction. <laughs> I came a really long way for this. Actually, Karen. Uh, this has been a front. This is an intervention for your abuse of Instagram. We cut to 16 hours later <laughs> of uh, Instagram. Like, we brought in more people. Uh, they're Skyped in. Uh, and that's why I feel like you have affected me with your Graham addiction uh, by utilizing all of your followers to get me to start sniffing handkerchiefs just for a, a on a dare. Karen, this is the Duke from the bar down the street. Um, your Instagram has negatively affected me because it's set to private due to your recent lawsuit and I cannot see your content. I want to see your content. Karen, can we see those nipples? Can we see those nipples, Karen? Uh, on a picture? Can I post about it? Um, yeah, uh, no, no, that's why we're here. You cannot post. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Karen. I'm late for your intervention. Um, hello. I just flew from Texas. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm Karen's childhood friend. Um, Karen, Karen, I just want to say, when we were little kids and we were playing in the playground, you know, I never thought you'd end up like this. I never thought it was just so. That'd be a star. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's what most people call it. You know, it's not like a real thing. You I know. I have five hundred and forty-two followers on Instagram. <laughs> I have more than that. <laughs> Karen, wait your turn. Wait your turn. <clears throat> Okay, well, I hope you get better, Karen. I gotta go back to the hospital in Texas, Wait, so I might have to go. Karen, is, is this your, your friend that's addicted to uh, Pekingese toilet water? Exactly. <laughs> All right, good. Okay, okay good well, I... Good thing you're here, because we, we have... This is actually an intervention for you. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. There I'm in the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, those are all my nipples, and uh, I don't know if you do you want to sniff some handkerchiefs with me too, or. Uh, to be honest, so many people have been sniffing handkerchiefs and dying. I thought you were gonna die after you sniffed that one. Oh, 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 oh. oh my god, Jackie boy! <laughs> what? What? Whatever happened in there? Uh, uh, I think I just willed somebody to death. <gasps> Jack? Jack? I didn't... I just... I just said I thought that she was gonna die. That fake Louise was gonna die if she did. Oh, it's me, the sheriff. I heard someone willed someone to death. Oh, no, nothing. No one willed death in here. All no, right. no. Would you like some sweet tea? No, I'll just head on out. Okay. Uh, this is Bella, the sheriff's assistant, and, um... 
Uh, Sheriff, I think you should really um, take the time to uh, go through some of the evidence here, don't you think? Hey, uh, Bella, why don't you back off and go from whence you came? Nah, Bella, Bella, you're right. You're right. You, how about, you know what? How about you take the lead on this one? Me? But I'm just the assistant. And I, um, I can only really talk. Don't you understand? I can only really um, end every sentence in a question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have noticed that. But I think it'd be quite helpful for the interrogation process. Uh-oh. You're right. I can I can interrogate the the witnesses. Um, Ooh, you. He's gonna, she's going to interrogate us. Oh, the twins, the old the old tacky twins. Oh, oh hey. What are you doing with all them handkerchiefs in your linen closet? I I use them to for our guests. For our guests, yes, as as she said. Yes. Yes. Then if they are in your linen closet for your guests, why were they at the bar and why did? Phil Snowen before he died of asphyxiation. Well, I I think Phil Phil put alcohol yes, on it. Probably. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Bella, show us your nipples. Come on. Bella. Come on. Why would I do a thing like that? I am a sheriff's assistant. I bet they're like dinner plates. I bet they're. <laughs> Let's see. You want to cut? You want more answers? You know what to do. If they're big, we can give you ice to make them smaller first. <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> if I show you, will you give me answers to that question? Yes, yes, yes. Show us first. <laughs> <gasps> Just as we suspected. There are three of them. <laughs> that's right. And no matter how hard you ask, I won't tell you. Where or why I have all three. Could it be a birth defect? I don't know. Jackie boy. Jackie. Yeah. Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Please get some ice. You want for ice? For Bella. Run run past the third room on the left with the murdered girl. Uh, the what? What? <laughs> why? What girl? The kitchen. Could... The murdered kitchen. The kitchen. There's been a murdered girl in the kitchen? There, um, oh, she's, we're so Grace, senile. What did you, what did you do? We're so what old. did you do? Why? What? What? There's a dead body. Let, let me, let me go look in this room. Hold okay. on. Okay. <coughs> you know that Jack always was a liar. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to apologize now for that very girlish scream. <laughs> Um, there is, in fact, a dead woman in there, and uh, it's not looking good. Jack, why was your scream so early? Help! (gasps) Someone get me out of here! Who's that? Your old saggy twins are murdering a bunch of people, and I'm next! (laughs) How do you explain that, twins? What room is that? I... The one to your left, I think! Okay. Oh. Wait, my left or your left? We only have Try rooms. both! I might die! Okay, I'm gonna come in there and get you. The door's locked. Damn it, you guys, give me the key. Kick it open! And now the, all the doors are locked. <laughs> what? Because I've locked the front doors. And the back door. And the side doors. And you're going to show us... All your nipples, and then yes. we're gonna kill you. Oh my god, you guys have gone senile! They're gonna kill us even if we do show them the nipples. I showed them all my nipples. Oh my god. Now, I just have to ask I've been watching this whole thing play out while eating my sandwich, and my question is this Yes? Why do you all like nipples so damn much? Well, when I was a baby, uh, 
the way that I actually ate was through a nipple. And so it's very, it's a very unique story. No one else has it. And it just made we me... We cut to the first time she ever, uh, she ever uh, uh, suckled on a nipple as a baby. <laughs> oh, wow, you're sucking so hard. Little baby, be gentle. You're going to hurt mommy. My God, come on, you're hurting mommy. Don't do it that hard. A full, the full boob is going inside of her mouth. I'm trying to pull it off just like getting off. Now her arm and her shoulder is inside of her head. Her head is going inside of her mouth as she becomes fully enveloped. Cuts back, cut back to um, the murder house porch. And now I'll tell you why I love nipples. <laughs> They're just hot. And it's sexy, and I'm old, you see. Not as cool of a story as my sister, but I just like them. Mmm, yummy. Oh, my God. Granny's luck. You you can't be doing this, okay? I know that you're you're old and senile, and you're making bad decisions right now, but you can't take people. You can't kidnap people. You can't make people see your nipples. You can't do this, okay? You have to stop. Can Uh, someone let me out? I'm still in the... I'm the one that asked the questions, Missy. Please let me out. Wait, that was a statement. But wait, are you are you the cop's assistant? Yes, it's Bella, the cop's assistant. Can you go get the sh? Oh, I'm not here. I'm just watching. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, Jackie boy, the door is unlocked. Yes. We took their guns while they were eating their sandwiches. Yeah. What? Now. Yes, we have. Let me get you all look very stressed and hot. Let me get you all a handkerchief to dab your brows. All right, grandmas, I got a gun now. <laughs> gonna let you guys do any further damage, okay? It's just a handkerchief. Since when has a handkerchief been dangerous ever, huh? Okay, well, if you're gonna go on a killing spree with handkerchiefs, I'm gonna get rid of the problem. She throws a handkerchief at Jack's Jack's face. (laughs) 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 Don't breathe, Jack! Don't breathe! I already did! (laughs) Uh, The sheriff... Uh, the cops are cops are getting called to the murder house. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the grandmas run, get, in, get into a car as the, and they try to they drive away with the cops chasing them. Oh, we're on the run. On the run. We're like Thelma and Louise. Oh, you turned me on so much. Oh my no, this is so lovely. Let me see your nipples one last oh, time. Oh baby, here Let, they are. Let's pull them out in the convertible and let them flop in the breeze. Oh. As they're running away from the cops, they're throwing more and more handkerchiefs, killing innocent bystanders <laughs> on a murder spree. <laughs> it's a mix between natural born killers and Thelma and Louise. Faster, faster. We cut to a breaking news segment. <laughs> Two old women have gone on a killing spree across America, tossing handkerchiefs out of their car as they drive through the, through the country, and cops can do nothing to stop them. They are seemingly running out of gas never and just keep driving. <laughs> we don't know how to stop them. Uh, we have no technology other than vehicles in order to find them. Uh, so if you spot them, please call the police as they pass your town. That would be extremely helpful. The number is 999-555-4444. 
And in other news, a hurricane is headed for Florida. <laughs> oh, we're almost to Orlando. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, across country and back. Oh. From Savannah to California, back to Orlando. I'm so excited. Oh, this is just so fantastic and seeing so many nipples along the way. <laughs> for my 90th birthday. Oh. They oh, finally no. stop at a gas station in Tallahassee. Ooh, ooh, this Prius really lasted a long <laughs> way. <laughs> Do y'all need any gas in that car? Um, I, like the, I like the sound of your draw, young boy. Me too. Please don't call me a young boy. I don't like that. Uh, do you need gas or not? I see that it's a, what do you call them things, a hybrid? We see that the gas meter's still at half uh, full. <laughs> so, yes, we could use gas. We don't need it. It would be prudent if we're stopping. Okay, y'all want gas? Please, can someone let me out of the trunk? I'm in the trunk. Can someone let me out? Y'all got a person in there? No. no. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Listening to uh, I still don't understand why they don't gag me, but yes! I'm in the South, bitches! I'm letting her out of the car. Of course I have a gun because we're in the South. Open the truck! Open the truck! I'm letting her out of the car! Open the truck! We have two handkerchiefs left. (laughs) What are you what are you gonna throw a little napkin at me? What is that gonna do? Breathe on three, sister. I love you. I love you more. What are you doing? At least give me the keys to the car. Okay, one, two. What's happening? I think they're killing themselves. The keys are in the car in the cup holder because it's a hybrid. Okay. And as they die, they both lift up their shirts to expose (laughs) their very large nipples. Their very, very, very gigantic large nipples. We cut back to the phone call. So, yeah, that, anyways, wasn't that just a sexy tale? Wasn't that just a a real sexy tale? That was a really good story. I'm still from Child Protective Services, (laughs) and I'm still going to have to deal with whatever you have going on with your Look, daughter. Look, I need my time but for that my story was okay? very engrossing. Yes. Anyways, yes. now that we got three people on the line, that'll be uh, $5,000. I'm actually still here, too. Yeah, oh, I was counting on that. Um, <laughs> Mom, are you doing phone sex again? God damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Mom, are you doing diaper stuff again? What? You're charging me extra, but what about uh, hey, uh, hey, kids, get out of here. <laughs> well, come on. If you're going to do it, at least teach us how. Come on. All right, well. I want to make some money. <laughs> First, I go onto this app, and then I log on. <laughs> uh, okay, we can stop there. <laughs> <laughs> teach your kids how to do a sex phone line. Oh, that's a good place oh to stop. God. Okay, that was super funny. Good job, everybody. Yay. Oh, that was really fun.